0: But they had a sacrifice system set in place. And that sacrifice system covered their sins. And so, and so as long as they walked upright before God, they could partake of these blessings. But then the Lord said to them in verse 15, it said, But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Curse shall you be in the city, curse shall you be in the country, curse shall you the basket of your kneading bowl, curse shall you be the fruit of your body and the produce of your land. Curse shall you be when you come in and curse shall you be when you go out. There's a lot of curses. It's actually a lot more curses than blessings. <laughs> and so there are many, many curses and I could just read all this, but if I did, you guys would get depressed this morning. But thank God we're not under the curse. But what I like about this is it talks about all different kinds of diseases that you will be cursed with um, because, you know, not following God. And so, but it also says even the diseases that's not mentioned in the curses, uh, you will be cursed with. So new diseases that the devil invents, you still can be cursed. So this is talking about Israelites under the curse. Now, as Christians and as the world, we should be different than the world. You see, the world gets sick, and we know Christians get sick. But see, the world is under a law of sin and death. And so it's natural for them to get sick. Amen? It's natural for them. But really, for a Christian, it should be unnatural for us to be sick. In other words, really, it should be natural for us to walk in wholeness, soundness, preservation, protection and eternal life. That should be what we should walk in. And the only reason why we're not walking in this is because we're not truly believing that Jesus paid the price for our full salvation. Or we're not meditating on the truth of God's word pertaining to that. And so if we're not if we're not constantly putting the word of God before us and um, and uh, meditating on the word of God to, to pertaining to being delivered from sickness, that that the blessings of God is on us. If we're not continuing putting this before us, the enemy is going to try to take some ground in our life. Amen. Amen. And the devil can come against us, I believe, two ways. We definitely can open the door, and we can open the door through sin. What's that, Pastor? Can you run that back? Yes, if we're sinning, we can open the door for the devil to come in. Sin, and what's sin for a Christian? It's, it, it, you know, we don't have to abide by the Ten Commandments per se. We do, but we abide by the two commandments. Love God with all our heart, soul, and mind. Love our neighbor as ourselves. Yes, so we actually, when we're walking in the law of love, it keeps us divinely protected a lot of times from the enemy coming in. So the law of love is what we need to walk in. And so listen, if you're walking in the law of love, you're not going to talk about your brother or sister. Amen. Amen. You're not going to be downing them. Amen. Amen. If you're walking in love, you're not going to be uh, cheating and stealing and thieving and Amen. doing what the works of the flesh, what, what, you call, what they call in Galatians, the works of the flesh. You're not going to be operating in the works of the flesh. The Bible says the sin that that soul that sins dies. There is a payday for sin. There is a and that, that payday for sin is death. And it is manifested through dying physically, but it's also manifested through sickness. And so we have to understand that, that we can get out from the law of grace, and we can get into under the law of sin and death. If we're not walking in the love of God, and listen, if you're holding anger or bitterness or ill will towards people, it can open, the devil has a right to attack us. God doesn't want us attacked, but the devil can have legal access into our lives. So how do you, get, how do you, you make sure you're walking in love if you're under attack? You, you make sure that you're repenting? You're 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 speaking, the, the, you know, you're 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 asking, you know, the Bible only has one place in the Bible that talks about for people that are sick, what they need to do. You, you want to go there for a second? Let's go there. Does anybody ever get sick in here? I'm talking to all healthy people today. You guys are so quiet, you know, it's like, pastor, I don't need this message, man. I walk in divine health, man. I I, I never get attacked with any kind of sickness. Anybody ever had ever headache in here? You say, yes, I got one now because you're preaching, Pastor. No, listen. (laughs) Listen, you just got to submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Again, how do you submit to God? You agree with God's word. And so sickness is not a part of you. So I was talking to one lady about this, and I was ministering about God's goodness and his mercy. I don't know why. Some people don't receive this type of message some people want to just rather just go with, oh, no, how do you die if you don't get sick and then die? Well, you don't have to get sick and die. Are you hear what I'm saying to you today? No, you can just, you know, I, I heard stories of saints, uh, you know, people in their 90s. And I heard one story of this one lady and she woke up in the morning and she, and she, was, taught, and she was living at, at her, I think she was living at her mother's house and she said to her mom, I'm going home today. She wasn't sick. And she said, I spoke to the Lord. I, you know, minute, you know, she would spend all time every day, you know, studying the word every day, put some time with the Lord. And the Lord said, I'm going home today. And she ended up taking a nap and going home to heaven. Isn't that the way to do it than die of some cancer or some sickly disease? Are Oh, you hear what i say? But we some of us think we got we gotta die of a disease to die and go to heaven. No, we don't. No, you don't. And so if, if we're programmed in that mindset, then when sickness comes, we're not going to fight it. We're going to think, well, well, it's, it must be God's ways for me to get to heaven. No. You know, listen. Listen. The Bible says in Psalms 91 verse 16, memorize this. It says, with long life I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. Okay? So we got, we got to get that with long life. Is it long, busted life, pastor? No, it's, it's, is it long life that I'm you know, struggling with all these issues and I, I'd rather almost be dead? No, it's long, abundant life. It's long, blessed life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's a blessed life that we have. It's not long, sick life. What kind of life is that? Just kill me now. Are you here if I gotta live this life all sick, busted, and broken? And just take me home, Lord. Are you here? No, it's good life. Somebody say the good life. life. Amen. The good life. That's the way God wants us walking out. The good life. And so what the enemy's trying to do is take this good life away from us. So there's something that we gotta do. We gotta stand. In faith and belief, The Bible actually says this, that when the sower sows the word, the, and the word is likened to the, uh, uh, when the, when the sower sows the seed, and the seed is likened to the word of God, it's power in the seed, it will produce a harvest in our life. And so, so when, 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 when I sow the seed, the devil's going to try to come back at you, maybe even after I'm done preaching the sermon and give you a headache. And you better say, I, I submit to God, headache, go in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You got to start practicing that yes. and believe it Amen. and not be double-minded about it. Amen. Amen? I'm telling you, that, that's how it works. You submit to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee. But look at this. and So here, if you look at all these curses, but, but Jesus paid the curse for us. So that we could have the blessing. And guess what? We didn't work for the blessing. You don't work for it. You have to believe for it. Amen. Is this helping anybody today? You've got you to believe it. You've got to believe that Jesus paid the price. You, you receive by believing. And when you say amen, i got some amen in over here. Amen, amen. And that means when you say amen, it says, yes, so be it. See, sometimes some of you might just need to say amen, even if you halfway believe it. Amen. Amen. I'm trying to believe, Pastor. I'm trying to believe it. No, amen. Amen. Yes. Yes. I agree. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Pastor, you even say amen. I amen myself all the time. As long as it's the word of God. Hey, Amen. 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 So be it. So look at look at James, but we're talking about, you know, uh, grace for healing this morning. And so you're redeemed from the curse of sickness, and we have the blessing of health. Even in 3 John 2, the John says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in poverty, be in sickness. Oh, you here as your grandfather was? No. Listen. No, he said, I, beloved, I wish above all things you may prosper and be in health. Yes, amen. Above all things, he says. Uh-huh. Above all things, I wish above all things. Above all things? Yes. Above all things that you be in. That you be in health and, and prosper even as your soul prospers. Well, what is he saying? Why are we prospering on our out on the outside, Pastor? Why are we sick? Because you don't have any soul prosperity yet. You need some soul prosperity. How do you get soul prosperity? By getting the word of God into your mind. Your mind will emotions is your soul. And as the truth of God's word sinks into your mind and finally sinks into your heart, you're walking in the blessings. What it is, it hadn't left your mind yet. You're just kind of mentally assenting to it. But it hadn't reached down into your heart yet. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? And when the truth of God's word gets from the head to the heart, you have blessing. Amen. But a lot of us just have mental assent. We're mental. Oh, I believe that, Pastor. I believe that. As soon as you get the headache, you run to the aspirin. You get some aspirin. You don't even pray. You don't even stand against it. You know, I got aspirin. I know what, exactly what I need. I, listen, I got my, you know, I, you know my deal. You know, uh, Advil and, and Cherry Coke. You know, that helps me with a headache, right? But, you know, but, you know there's going to be a time you're going to have to stand in faith and try to stand against those things. And pretty soon they go. And you start walking in the power of God. And you start initiating the power of God. In your life. The gospel is power. Amen. There's power in the word. Yes. Yes. Amen. This is not just some Sunday school lesson I'm teaching you today. Some theory I'm just teaching you. No, this is real stuff. Yes, is. Dr. Dr. Lillian... I still go to James 5. We're going to James 5. Dr. Lillian Yeoman was a medical doctor back in the 1800s. And she was a medical doctor... And uh, she got addicted to uh, meds, a doctor getting addicted to medication. Can you believe it? And she, she, started, she got addicted and she started prescribing medicine to herself just in small doses, like a little bit of morphine to help her sleep, you know. And pretty soon she was so addicted to these meds that she was dying. She could not break out of it. And so she went and she was a backslidden Christian. She accepted Jesus early in her life, but she didn't put God in her equation. So there, was a, there wasn't any belief working. So there was no blessing working in her life. It was just all, she was addicted. You got any addicted people in here today. We'll pray for you. But listen, <laughs> listen, she was addicted to morphine. And so she started getting in the Bible and studying the Bible. And she started studying every scripture pertaining to healing. And guess what? God delivered her and healed her. And then she, she, she stopped practicing medicine and she became a Bible teacher. And, she, and she, uh, she bought a house or she acquired a house and she would bring people in that was given up by the medical community, by doctors. They were given up to die. And these people, and so she would take them in and she would minister the word of God to them. And a lot of times she would take these terminally ill people she would talk to him about the gospel of Christ. And she, would, and she would read scriptures pertaining to healing. And with long life, I'll satisfy you. Like, like Psalms 107, verse 20. God sent his word and healed you and delivered you from your destructions. You know, Psalms 103. Who he delivered, you know, bless the Lord all oh my soul. Who, and forget none of his benefits. We cannot forget his benefits. Amen. Who redeems our life, who heals us, who forgives us. Who renews us. Yes. Are you hear what I say? Yes. We cannot forget. It's easy to forget. Amen. And so she's, so this one lady was brought in and this lady had tuberculosis and she was on her death door. I don't know how many days she had left. And, and, and they took the lady, took her into a room. And so Dr. Lillian Yeoman started reading the Bible to her and read her Galatians 3.13. Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law. And then showed her in Deuteronomy, where her sickness was and said, see, Christ has redeemed you from the curse of law and this sickness is here, so you're redeemed from this sickness. And she said, I want you to say this. I want you to say, thank you, God, that you have redeemed me from this disease that's in Deuteronomy, and therefore I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Similar to that. And so so she would say that, but she didn't understand what she was saying. And she said, I just want you to keep saying that, keep saying that. And she, it, took, it was three days. She probably said it over 10,000 times. But on the third day, she came running down. She said, I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. For Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. What happened? It went from her head to her heart. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? It went from her head down to her heart. And then she, now it's the, the revelation of the truth of it came into being. That's the reason why some of us are struggling today in sin, and the reason why is because we haven't really connected to the fact that we're new creations in Christ. Hallelujah. We still think we're the old creature, just struggling. We're just old sinners, saved by grace. And you know what? They're, you know, listen, we were sinners. We're saved by grace. But the Bible says you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. You're not an old sinner, just an old sinner saved by grace. Amen. Amen? In other words, that old man is dead. Amen. You have a new man, you have a new spirit. The Bible actually says you're a new species of being. There, there's a trans, we've got to connect to that truth. See, listen, if you're a Christian, you cannot enjoy sin. Amen. And if you're enjoying some sin, I don't know if you're a Christian. Jesus Christ. So, Pastor Sam, that's getting some of you kind of nervous today. It should. I mean, if you're walking in sin, you know, and, and yes, you could be a carnal Christian. But, but, but the Bible says, John says in 1 John, that if we know Christ, which is a, which is a you know, eternal life. You know what that is? That's knowing God, and God knowing us. That's walking with God. It's not just a uh, just an understanding of of you know Romans ten nineteen confessing. With God. It's more than just a prayer. It's walking with God. And when you're walking with God, then you know that He's your yours, or your you are His, and He is yours. And then he will show you that even in your heart that you are a child. we're adopted into the kingdom of God. We're children of the most high God. We're precious people. Called out generation. Amen. A holy nation, thank you. Peculiar people. Yes, we're weirdos. Why? Because we don't fit in this world. We don't fit in this world system. People are like, what, you don't want to go to the club? No, man, I don't want to get clubbed at the club. <laughs> I tried it, man. You guys heard my story. One time I was, I was man, I was a little half in and half out. Anybody ever walk in Christ half in and half out? You're, you're straddling. You're in the part of the world, part of God. And it's really a miserable way to live. It's really a miserable way to live. And I, I tried to go to a club one time and I almost got clubbed at the club. I almost got beat up. And it was like the Lord, and it was like the Holy Spirit saying, you don't belong in here. I said, I don't belong in here. I'm not even having any fun. You know, I said, you're not going to have any fun, you know, serving the devil. Amen. Being a king's kid. Oh, that's right. You can't have any fun because your own heart's going to convict you. The Holy Spirit will try to draw you out of it, but your own heart will condemn you. Amen. Are you hear what I'm saying to you today? And you don't want you don't want a sad listen, a, a sad Christian is an oxymoron. Yes, he looks like an ox and a moron, no. Um. what I'm saying is, what I'm trying to say here, what what, what I'm saying is to you today, is that, that you should not be a sad Christian. Sadness. No, you should be a glad Christian. Why? Because your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That you're walking in eternal life. You can only be sad if you're walking on the road of darkness. Amen. Then the fear of the of God is gonna come upon you. And you don't want I don't want any of that. Say, I don't want any of that. Amen. No, you want the blessings and the glory and the grace of God. You know, the Bible says we don't want to tempt the Lord. Amen. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Man, I'm telling you, my clock, I have a clock up here, right? And, it, and it's normally set so I can see it. I can't see the clock right now. So that means I can go another hour, right? Uh, let's go to James. I, just, I have to look over here. There it is. Okay, 1038. Amen. Did you guys get enough sleep this morning? That, you, did you like that extra hour? Okay, let's go. Yeah, no, no, Pastor. You know, somebody, need, listen, you, some of you that are, are getting a little older in your age, I'm not going to say old, but older, you need to start confessing your youth is renewed like the eagles. Hey Amen. Listen, your youth is renewed like the eagles. Man, I'm 50 years old and I could I outrun 20-year-olds. Bring it on. I'm working out at the gym. I got people half my age, and they're playing on the phone a game or something. I'm like, don't they work out? Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? I'm telling you, the Spirit of God will renew you, will strengthen you, Amen. man, it will raise you up. Amen. Glory to God. The, the same Spirit that raised Christ from death dwells in us. Yes. Man, do, you, do you believe it? I believe it. Yes. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? It's making a change in us. Some of you that's been coming here is looking. you're looking, like I always say, you guys are looking better and better. You come in a little jacked up, but I can tell new people that come in because they're just like, you know, they're a little jacked up. But they stay a little and pretty soon they're, are you hearing what I'm saying today? Pretty soon now they're walking in the blessing. They're walking in the grace. Man, I got to get to James. Amen. James. <laughs> James 5.14. Let's look at that real quick and we'll close down here. So I, I just want to get this across to you that sickness is not a part of heaven. It's a part of hell. <laughs> Amen. Because you feel like hell when you're sick, right? You sure don't feel like heaven. No, no. <laughs> Amen. And so it, it's not a part of hell. You know, Jesus said, pray that it would be like heaven on earth. And there's no sick people in heaven. Uh, and, and there's a lot of sick people in hell. Amen. And look at this, James 5, their their souls are sick, amen? Now look at this, James 5, 14, look at this, it says here, this is the only provision that you see in the New Testament for healing. And it says here, of course you could say, you know, the Gospels where we're supposed to pray for the sick and they will recover, right? But it says here, it says here, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. And I love the way it says this, if there's anyone among you that are sick, in other words, with a question mark, like, do we have anybody sick in the house? You know what I'm saying? That James is actually saying, if there's anybody, like, I don't really think so, but if there's anybody that's sick. So, so in other words, it, should, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be like people should be sick. But what it is that we gear ourselves up for it, and the and the commercials on TV gears up for it, and, and then the doctors gears up for it, and then pretty soon you need you need all that stuff. Listen, man, long life. You know we're gonna have we have Abraham's blessing. You know how old Abraham lived to? He and did you know that his wife died before he he outlived his wife? And did you know that he that he got married again? Abraham, and he lived to 175 years old, and he had more, he had a a wife, he had more kids. He didn't need Viagra. He had the power of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? What's Viagra? Well, you know. (laughs) You got resurrection power in you. Amen, glory to God. Amen. Some of you men might say, I, "I, I, I got it, Pastor. I still got the mojo." Okay, okay. Well, Amen. We won't go there. But anyway, Jane Scribe, it says, <laughs> "Praise the Lord." Ooh, glory <laughs> to God. I just thank God for birth control. I thank God because I would have a lot of kids, man. I just thank God for birth control. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Now, you may not agree. Well, that's not, that's not right, Pastor. Well, okay. Amen. <laughs> thank God. Okay. It says here, Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. That word saved means healed. Amen. Will heal the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he's committed any sins, it will be forgiven. So pastor, can a, can a Christian sin after he, he gets salvation? Yes! Amen. You can sin. Amen. Well, I thought it was redeemed from sin. No. You, you're redeemed from the effects of sin if you repent. Okay, praise God. As I <laughs> here. And and it says here, And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up. And if he's committed any sins, it will be forgiven you. So it's a double blessing. If you have enough humility to call upon the pastor to pray for you, what God will do is God will heal you. And if there's any kind of sins that you may not even be aware of, all of it is wiped clean. So God takes care of it. If you have enough humility to come up for healing. It takes a a humble heart. The Bible says, draw near to God and he will run away from you. That's a reverse translation. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Amen. And it says, cleanse your heart, you double minded. Right? Right after that. And so it says that, so we. So, so this, is, this is powerful. Then, then if you want to continue walking in health and wholeness, it says in verse 16, confess your trespasses to one another. What, well, pastor, I can't act like that I'm holier than thou, that I got nothing wrong with me. Amen. Yes, don't act like that. Amen. Because everybody has a, a screw loose somewhere. Amen. 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 I had to tighten mine up this morning. <laughs> Everybody has. Don't think you got it all together that you got no screws loose. No, some of you are more screwy than others. Some of you are screwballs. But thank God, God's grace can cover us screwballs. Amen? It's the screwballs that he puts in ministry. <laughs> it's the ones that aren't that screwy. They, they never get into ministry because they're too, they're too smart for God. But anyway... Confess your trespasses to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. Another way to get healing is you confess your trespasses to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man avails much. And that what that's talking about is that you may say, well, I'm not righteous. You're righteous because of the blood of Jesus. Yeah. And so your prayers are effective. Amen. Don't say, "I oh, I, I just... You know my prayers are your prayers are powerful. Amen. Just lay hands on a sick. See God do something. Man, I did it when I was down there where you guys were at and I seen God work his mighty power cuz not it's not about your greatness, it's about his greatness. It's about his power in his word. And he watches over his word to confirm to com, to confirm it. Confirm it. To confirm it. Amen. Today I'm walking in health, wholeness, soundness, protection, and eternal life. Join us every Sunday morning at Regal Stadium 12 Movie Theater located on 104 Constitution Drive, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10 o'clock a.m., nursery and children's church provided. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit us at www.exceedlifechurch.org.